Welcome to Talking Heads on USA Global TV, starring the one and only wonderful Dr. Jacqueline. It's a prestigious place where world-class influencers and experts meet, and where you'll find the most trusted advisors and coaches for all things in life and business. Visit usaglobaltv.com to sign up for our newsletter, get the value you need, and be first in line to learn about events and giveaways and other valuable content. Connect with us. Email Dr. Jacqueline at usaglobaltv.com to talk about how you can become part of USA Global TV. That's USA Global TV, where the doctor is always in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to USA Global TV and radio. I'm Dr. Jacqueline Kerbeck. I'm the president, founder, and chief listening officer here at our network. Our show today is the United Kingdom News and Culture, and we are a smaller group today, but we are mighty, and there's so much news coming out of the United Kingdom. I can't wait to get going. So joining us are two of our incredible expert correspondents who between the two of them have so much expertise, knowledge, and experience. I am humbled to be sharing the screen with them. Let's welcome to the show, Helen Ashard. Hello. Hi. So lovely to be here. Nice to have you here. And also, Mr. Ian Palm-Turner's in the house. Hello. Good afternoon, young ladies. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, good day. Wow, I, I woke up today and uh, there's always news coming out of the United Kingdom. And I'm so excited because I think I get to hear it straight from the two of you who are actually there living it. So tell us a little bit about what is going on. Who wants to start? Oh, I'll start, I'll start. I mean, we, we are <laughs> in a very political time, as you can well imagine. Um, it's it's all over the news and it has been going on and on and on, I think, for, for well, I'll say six weeks, because obviously we were waiting to hear who the new prime minister would be. And um, as I thought, Liz Truss has accepted Her Majesty the Queen's invitation to form a new government. So she is the new prime minister. Um, she met Her Majesty at Balmoral in Scotland and um, in the drawing room, which is a beautiful room, a green carpet. And Her Majesty the Queen was wearing a lovely tartan uh, skirt and all the, the, you know, all, all the usual happened. I mean, normally it wouldn't happen like this, but Liz traveled to Her Majesty the Queen, which obviously then makes us think that maybe she's been unwell, but she traveled to her at Balmoral rather than it being um, at the palace, um, and rightly so, to be quite honest. I think I think that's that's the right way forward. And I think what we can take from everything is well. Um, I, I love that she she wants to make Britain into an aspiration nation. Now I tell you what, she's got a hell of a job. That's what I say. She really, really has. Um, but I'm just pleased. I mean, for me, I just think, gosh, I feel like we've wasted six weeks, really. You know, we have a lot going on, as I'm sure there is in lots of countries. But, you know, our economy, the NHS, the energy crisis, there's been so much going on. And I sort of feel this six weeks has been a bit like, come on, guys, let's get going. Because I just felt that Liz Trust was going to be the winner, in a way, um, over Rishi. But now, now it's time to to move forward. But I think one of the things as well we can take from this as well is to celebrate the diversity of the cabinet. Um, I mean, I'm thrilled in a way that that, that Lil Truss, Lil Truss is, um, is, is, is the winner. And she's the third woman prime minister. I don't know if I'm right in correcting saying, I think Her Majesty the Queen has sort of welcomed 15 presidents. I, I'm not sure. I think that may be the case. But but it's not just that. It's the whole the whole um, cabinet is completely diverse. And I think that's um, that's really, you know, this is something that we're, we're always um, we always want. We need diversity. And, and this is the way forward. So there we go. That's something to I think that there, you always have to take the celebration there. Absolutely. Thank you for that. We actually have Diane Floyd Babe joining us. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Hi, Diane. Hi, Hi Diane. Sorry, I just saw your notes. Um, so, Ian, what comments do you have about what Helena shared? Well, first of all, we, we've now caught the American habit of spending money. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And so, so now, uh, basically, uh, tomorrow it is reckoned we're going to spend £150 billion just to keep our energy prices down for uh, 18 months. Well, that's £150 billion already. And I know that's nothing compared to, um, uh, you know, what your president is, has been spending recently as well. But that will bring us up to £2.3 in debt which by my calculation is that uh, it will see out my lifetime. Uh, <laughs> that's for certain. And I would think uh, that uh, we will just be coming out of that debt as Prince George becomes king in 2085. So, so you know, uh, we, you know we <clears throat> countries carry this huge debt now anyway. Um, and so it's, it's going to be an interesting time I've got a frog in my throat, something. It's going to be an interesting time, I think, um, you know, for what happens in Britain. I certainly hope uh, she can do things for Britain. Uh, the whole of the costs that are happening at the moment uh, in relation to energy, uh, to the cost of living, um, to the high rising of inflation as well. So um, we're, we're, in, we're in a situation where... Um, uh, basically, now I, I think um, uh, everybody is going to have to keep calm in a situation like this, um, and then try and work through it. Um, but a lot of people are worried at the moment um, of how they're going to heat their homes uh, next winter. And you know, um, uh, I think you know the reality is is that um, um, there's going to be a lot of duvets being sold. Uh, and a lot of hot water bottles being sold as well in Great Britain uh, in order to um, to you know, keep us warm, especially for old age pensioners like myself. Don't you feel sorry for me? <laughs> I feel sorry for everyone because um, you, everyone, you pay your taxes, you deserve to be warm. And because of politics, even on our side, it's affected uh, what's happening to you guys is my understanding with uh, with staying warm. So it's really pathetic. I mean, the, the, we, we, we have heard that there's uh, very good uh, price tickets to um, to uh, uh, your state. Uh, so we, we, we may always, you know, the yellow rose of Texas comes to mind, you know, the... Uh, <laughs> You may find you get 68 million Brits. I love it. Maybe you can teach us to uh, pronounce yeah. English correctly. <laughs> you may find that, that starts happening in, you know, in Texas. You know, the, the, on every corner there'll be Brits. You know? but, but it does get cold here. I mean, not compared to y'all, but I'll just say if you can handle 65 degrees Fahrenheit, you'll be okay. Woo, that's cold, Diane. It's freezing, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know what that is, is Celsius. Sounds oh, <laughs> lovely. Yeah, so. I just thinking about talk, carrying on from what Ian said. So tomorrow we're supposed to hear um, what the energy price cap is going to be, and I think the energy price cap is as 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 we believe it's going to be on two thousand five hundred pounds, which is a lot less than we thought things would escalate, which was sort of four thousand plus, but. Um, I don't know whether small, um, medium enterprises, SMEs, are actually covered in that. Um, obviously, people are really worried about their businesses. And, and it's something that people don't realise because we always hear about, oh, it's amazing how great these big corporations and businesses are doing and aren't they making so much money, so much profit? But um, the small, medium businesses are like 90% of businesses, of, of, of business, and we forget that. So we always hear about that 10%. But I think, you know, all these small, medium businesses, they need as much help as possible. So I'm really hoping that the price cap also applies to them. That's a good point. People do forget about the small businesses. My dad was a self-made man and he'd be up a creek with his business. Of course, he's passed away and it's in heaven, but um, it, would, it would have hurt him tremendously. So I'm really glad you brought that up. Thank you. Yeah. The, the, the only good thing uh, for pensioners, as I say, I, I'm, I'm on a pension threshold this afternoon. Uh, the only good thing about pensioners is, is that we have a, a thing in Britain called the triple lock. 
So what the triple lock is, is that uh, depending upon whether it's uh, 2% uh, or whether it's the uh, state of inflation. So whatever inflation is in October, that's what we get uh, in increase in our pensions the following April. So I'm hoping for 25%. (laughs) Just for for one month. Now, it won't be as bad as as that, but... um, it, it could be at least 12 to 14 percent uh, increase that we will get uh, next April for our state pensions as well uh, at the moment. So um, it, 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 it's one bit of good news for pensioners who dearly need, um, you know, looking after in our old ages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're so old. I, I, I have this philosophy that OLD is not allowed to be stated because it's always a state of mind. So, Anne, in my mind, you're only 30. Well, well, ble- well bless your heart. As I say, I would clean your glasses. But uh... <laughs> Well, I mentioned this before, but someone used the term seasoned citizen instead of senior. I really like that. Oh, I like that too. Yeah. Sounds like a beefsteak. I know. <laughs> well, not to digress, but this month I'm 59 and a half. Oh, you well, poor baby. Uh, <laughs> I mean nothing. I mean nothing. Yeah. A very fit, fit person you right. are, though. But I'm really glad you, Ian, in all seriousness, that you brought that up because I know my mama. Um, you know, she worked her heart out, and then there came a time that she lived on Social Security and. And even though she had some stocks and so forth, she was counting every penny. And every time they would say, you know, things are growing up, and she'd be like, oh, my, Diane, come over here. <laughs> uh, and uh, so what you said is really true. There are a lot of people that have to be very, very careful. And with the price of um, heating and food, I assume food's gone up in your um, country. Um, people, people are very, very nervous, at least here anyway. And based on what you're saying, I'm thinking it's the same, right? Absolutely. I, I think the, I mean, Helena would say as well, but um, I think, you know, the, the reality, I mean, it's not all doom and gloom, um, uh, quite honestly. Uh, you know, I, I think, um, uh, you know, we are seeing some headway in how to deal with this. Uh, and hopefully, um, you know, although I have a rather cynical view uh, on our government right now, um, you know, hopefully that they they have got some common sense amongst them uh, to actually try to deal with things like this, because um, it, it is, you know, uh, I, I mean, for, for myself, I'm not worried. You know, I, I can uh, I live within my means. I try to live within my means. And, and uh, you know, in, in that way, you know, I, I just enjoy life. You know, I'm, I'm happy uh, to enjoy life. I think it's very important um, just to enjoy each day and make each day as special as it can be. And days like this, I'm looking forward, you know, I've been pacing up and down all day trying to work out uh, what's going to be on my bookshelf. And uh, <laughs> you know, what, what, <laughs> <laughs> The bookshelf, I'm looking at it. I know. Like, Is there any more room? Maybe I like there's a little fashion spare. book. What's the, the fashion one, the one? Well, the, 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 you know, I, 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 you know, it's, I never actually worry about things. And then when I come on a show like this, I suddenly look at it and, I, you know, and it's it's quite pronounced, isn't it? You know, I've got high definition um, equipment on, on the camera. So, so it, it, it really, really does sort of show up, doesn't it? So um, fortunately. It makes you look very intellectual. Yes, very intellectual. And I'm wondering, is that a cologne? It was, what, 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 what is the quote you can you can fool some of the people all of the time <laughs> but but back to what you're saying um you know um i always tell dr jacqueline i wish our uh, government would hire her to come teach listening skills i don't know if your government needs some listening skills for each other and to listen to the people but um I, I think if they do, it'd be great for them to take Dr. Jacqueline's workshops. And she didn't pay me to say that. <laughs> Thanks, Diane. I really love that about you. Thank you. <laughs> Listening is the key to um, moving forward, right? 
it really really is and you know i think i think you know it's this whole like stop point scoring everyone stop this nonsense you know <laughs> let's all work together as a team you know, you know, the only way you can change things for the better is to work together effectively. And yes, the listening skills, Dr. Jacqueline, absolutely come into that 100%. You know, that's a commercial. Work together as a team. Can we uh, put that together and Let's do it up? here. Work together <laughs> as a team. <laughs> well, you know, so much of... of politics is control and even in relationships people are struggling for control and they stop listening because it's about being right they just want to be right and have the last word yeah and um I, I've, I've been working with I, I think she's been on one of your shows um uh lean clive does, does that um ring a bell perhaps not but um uh she, she's i mean uh she's uh, lebanese um, she came out of Lebanon um, and uh, was a beauty queen in Britain <clears throat> um, and was, was um, a, a, um, a Miss Universe or Mrs. Universe UK uh, winner. Um, and, uh, but she's also training to be a surgeon as well. Um, and I've been working with her and Helena will know a lot more about this charity called uh, Mind. But um, uh, there's a new campaign called, um, uh, it's really the idea behind it is to love yourself more. Uh, you know, where, where um, mental health, you know, a lot of people now are not admiring what they've done and what they've achieved as well. So love yourself more. But Helena will know a lot more about mind, I think. Yeah, I mean, I do know about mind. But I mean, obviously, what you're expressing about lean is a very different is, it's it's her thing that she's working on, isn't it? She's got a, yeah. she's got a new campaign coming out, as, as I understand. I've had a very quick conversation with her, but I've not worked with her. Um, I think Ian, you've probably spoken with her more, so I need to to chat with her further to find out exactly what what her end goal is. Um, otherwise, I don't really like to talk about things until I really know something inside out. So that's how I feel. So, yeah. <clears throat> but the, you know the organisation, you know, uh, mind, and you know, and it's it, it's it's a mental health charity, uh, and so uh, I I thought this was a, a mind campaign, but uh, as I say, I've been getting so many messages from people, I might have got that slightly confused. Um, but uh, the reality is is that what uh, she is saying then, uh, and trying to get support for, is be kind to yourself. You know, um, that, that, that's probably one of the biggest things. And obviously, you know, Helen and I are creating the Kindness Trust at the moment and a kindness campaign. Um, so, so be kind to yourself is, is really the, the, the actual name, I think, of the campaign as well. Um, and it's quite important, isn't it? Because sometimes you, you can, so many of my friends, I've been talking to some of my friends recently, and they've devoted their lives to perhaps their children or whatever. Their children have now grown up and flown the nest. And now they're wondering what to do with their lives afterwards. And a, and a lot of the time, one, one of my best friends, you know, we were talking yesterday. Um, and really, we discovered that she's been living under pressure for so long. She almost takes on pressure nowadays because that's how she knows she can live. And so... Be kind to yourself is actually changing her philosophy slightly when we were talking about it, where she has to break that cycle of uh, stress uh, and pressure that she's lived probably the best part of 40 or 50 years of her, 40 years of her life at least. Um, and uh, to, to break that pressure, break that cycle and actually be kind to yourself and start really appreciating the things that you have done as well. Because so many people look back and they may have regrets about this, that and the other. But in reality, if you're kind to yourself, value the things that you have done at the same time. I absolutely agree. My, my thing as a parent is I always believe that you need to be, there has to be a moment in time every day that you do something that's just you. And um, that way, as the children fly the coop, 
and maybe it's because I had five brothers and I saw some fly before and uh, uh, that I knew that one day mama was going <laughs> to, and daddy, of course, um, needed to make sure they had things that kept them together. And so I kind of wanted to make sure I did that. So what I did is uh, when the kids um, were uh, like, mommy, 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 blah, 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 and I called it the bewitching hour. And, um, and once I knew that they had food in their tummy and they had their homework done and they just needed some time to just relax on their own, I had this sign and I would hang it up and I go, okay, I am not a mommy. I'm not a wife. I'm just Diane. And if you see that sign hanging up, this is my time for 30 minutes and I'm going to take a nice bath with candles and music. <laughs> I love that, Diane. Good for you. So, anyway, maybe somebody in your group will like that idea. And Helena, you, you, you love gardening, don't you? Because I think you find gardening very... Oh, I love gardening. I love gardening. And, and just to say, in with, with reference to Lean, Mind is a huge charity over here. Um, that, that has a huge amount of education, help there for people that have mental health challenges and, and that do a huge amount of doing with reference to raising monies and things. Lean is not attached to mind. That's okay. a very separate entity. Um, and, you know, they've been working for years and years. And obviously we have World Mental Health Day coming up on the 10th of October. Well, Jenny's Day, as we know, with Jeanette on the 10th of October too. Um, and there are all these special days to work with. So Lean's campaign is separate to that, but no doubt is 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 worth you know worth a billion dollars because as we know, yes, we have self care is so important. It's so so important, and I think I think even more so for people that are carers or people that have lots of responsibilities and are racing around and don't have time for themselves to so take that time out, which could be just a coffee, you know, it could be just a bit of mindfulness, you know, reading a magazine. Um, yeah, for me, as you say, say in gardening, I absolutely love and, and that's my little passion. Um, yeah, I think everyone has to take time out. Um, and I do spend a lot of my time speaking to my friends or people that I can see, um, which is, and it's so important. Even just a breath of fresh air, you know, a few little walk. Mm -hmm. Sure is. I like to take my time and channel it into planks. <laughs> So I there's something wrong with me. <laughs> I just, I'm so baffled at how amazing you are, Dr. Jacqueline. I don't know how you can do. I mean, I, I actually didn't. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't really know what a plank was, um, and I was so I, I looked it up and everything. I was just thinking, hang, hang on, how can you do this? <laughs> have you tried it, Helena? Well, I, I am going to try it. I am going to try it. I have a friend that, that does planks, not quite as well as you, Dr. Jacqueline, but no doubt, nevertheless, she does it. And I'm going to try and do it because it is amazing for strength and and to keep fit, but also to keep a good plank, as you say. Like exactly. Keep everything um, where it's supposed to be. And it's like you know, a push-up. It is, but yeah. how? I mean, you, so you do it regularly, I guess. So you're building your strength up all the time because it sounds phenomenal what you do. I the only time. do those. The, I'm up to 17 plus minutes now. I only do that once a week. And I just started doing it not that long ago, but I have a very strong core. It's just it has more around the waist than I need. I keep speaking to it, trying to be kind, saying, could you please leave? Could you go somewhere? But it's not listening to me. So I don't do them more than uh, that kind of length of time once a week. I'm working my up to 20 minutes. And then after that, you won't see me posting anymore about it because I'll be done. <laughs> Huge. That's amazing. Anyway, congratulations. I mean, I I'll let you know how I get on. Um, I'll start yeah. with I'll start with a minute myself. Yeah. <laughs> you can start on your on your elbows, your forearms, or you can start in a push up position. So yeah, I'll go for it. I'll let you know. Helena, yeah. I started on my forearms, and I said, I you know, if you even just do ten, you know, seconds, and then go to fifteen, and just and just keep going. If you set yourself to my, one minute, and then you don't make it, you might think. Oh, I can't do this. But if you set it at something reasonable and just add on, you'll you'll be fantastic. Is one minute not reasonable? 
It wasn't for me. <laughs> you might be strong. You might be a lot stronger than me. So it's all, again, it's all in your mind. It's all in your mind. It's, I want to stop after two minutes. I really do. And I say to myself, oh no, I've got to go another. And then I just start thinking of things. And by the time I'm finished and I wear gloves, like weightlifting gloves, my wrists are, they're almost like frozen in place. I have to go like, ee just to get them to move, but it's- I had to start saying the rosary so that I wouldn't think about it. <laughs> it's good to have distraction, put on some music or maybe watch something on your phone. Yeah, yeah. Ian, no comments from you about the planking. <laughs> I'm sorry. You, you know, it sounds all very interesting, very energetic, and you all look wonderful on it. <laughs> It's me to do anything as strenuous as <laughs> I, 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 I think that the the um, the the reality is it, it is you know I, I wish I could do more uh, and I think you know um, hopefully I may be moving shortly and then um, uh, you know I, I can look at sort of doing more again as well um, but I you know I walk most days. Um, uh, and I and I think uh, that the reality is, um, yeah, I, I'd, I'd like to do more. But uh, things like the plank, I, I, I think uh, my poor old arms would give give way in in seconds if I tried to do something like that. And the biggest fear for me is I wouldn't be able to get back up again. You know. And, and, <laughs> yeah. You could actually start on your knees and go from there. But well, you know what? Yeah. yeah, but don't forget <laughs> that's where my problem is. Because oh, that, that's, that's right. Yeah, that's uh, right. That's not going to work. Been, so, so it, it, it um, you know, uh, it, it, you would hear um, screams of pain even in New York. <laughs> oh, well, don't do it then, please. There's so many other things you can do. But, you know, it brings a, a thought up. What about the royal family? What type of fitness routine do any of them have? Do you know? Do you know, okay, this is slightly deviating slightly, and this is something I've been wondering about. Um, and it's, it, I, I'm always interested to, there's Darren McGrady, he's um, a former royal chef, and he, 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 can, he always uh, lets little secrets out about favorite foods. And I hope you can hear me, um, favorite foods. But um, Princess Anne, I know in the mornings, I mean, she's incredibly fit and we know that she does a huge amount of work each year. I think she's the hardest working royal, actually. Um, and in the morning, she's she's pretty, she has a routine that she loves her big bowl of fruit and that keeps her going. And she, love, she loves all fruits, but one of her favourites is overripe bananas. Now, to me, overripe bananas that are black and really out of date is, is like a horror story. But apparently there is something in it. I mean, I do know that they're easier to digest. And I think it's it's almost like an antioxidant powerhouse. But, um, yeah, I, I, for me, black bananas is a, a no-go. I don't know how anyone feels. Who loves black bananas? My husband. <laughs> I can't stand them. Do you know what I I, I have um, most days that they're, they're not totally black, but um, that they they are turning that way. And I I um, so I, what what I've, I've I've changed my eating regime slightly. So I I try to have avocado pear most mornings now. Uh, I have my pint of tea um, uh, with uh, almond milk. Um, and I have a banana as well, um, and uh, so I, I think it's it's uh, you know it's um, it's one one of those things. But the the one thing I was going to say as well is is that um, the, the the thing that has surprised me this week really has surprised me this week is that um, Liz Truss has had to go to Balmoral uh, to become prime minister because. She has to present herself before the Queen. It's, it's what's known as kissing of hands, you know, and, and then, uh, you know, it, uh, she becomes Prime Minister. Um, and, but, and, and everyone is saying it because it's, it's, it's the health problem with the Queen. Yet there's been reports that the Queen has been seen strolling out amongst the heather of Balmoral recently. 
you know, either with her stick or without her stick. And she's been going out for long walks. So I, I don't get where, where the mobility issue is at the moment. But Helena might have a, a view on that. Well, for me, I mean, Liz Truss, obviously, yeah, travelling to Balmoral, I think, I think absolutely. Why not? I mean, she should travel to Her Majesty the Queen, I feel. Um, I know it's not the norm. But um, hey, what math? Who, who who cares really? But um, I think Her Majesty the Queen. I think one of the things that's really that people have been talking about, especially in that, there's a wonderful picture of Her Majesty the Queen with Liz Truss, obviously, and the kissing of the hands, and you know, Her Majesty's in her tartan skirt. But the thing that's taken over everyone's chat at the moment is um, her right hand is very bruised. It's very very bruised, but. It's quite a dark bruise, but it, it could be that it could have just been, um, you know, an injection or something or taking of blood. It could have been anything. I, I, I think everyone, it, it's, it's a topic of conversation um, that I think everyone's talking about. I mean, she's, she is her age, isn't she? So she's going to have some ailments. Um, and yes, as you say, she is, she is walking around and taking little strolls, but she, it, you know, She's allowed, I think, to sort of dictate to it to a degree because I mean, I would be horrified. I mean, if she was my grandmother, or I wouldn't expect even my mother, you know, who's a lot younger, to be racing around. And I think if you can, I think people should travel to her. So, yeah, that's my feeling. <laughs> As an American outsider, I just want to say I concur. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just think you know, you're ganging up on me this afternoon. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. But but I also find it very interesting press-wise, and you guys can tell me if I'm an idiot or not, but everybody, at least on this side of the world that I see, so I shouldn't say everybody, but it seems to me they're always looking for the negativity or like, oh my gosh, they're a certain age, when are they going to, you know, they just need to kill over or let's be the first ones to find out when they die, you know, and you're sitting there thinking, I'm sorry. And my family, someone lived to 101, you know, and my husband's family, they've lived to 104. And so I'm like, stop thinking like that, news people. Oh, it does. That's the kids. I mean, media always works like that. They're always wanting to find the negative or any story, to be quite honest, whether it's true or not, just because it just keeps that conversation going. But, you know, I just wish that everyone would just work together more, you know. I agree. Well, for the better, for the positive. Let's talk about all the lovely good news stories and all the fantastic people that are out there. I mean, that, that's, that's true. That's true. If I was going to be prime minister, I would say, I'll travel wherever you want, dear queen. Just give me some of your wisdom to be able to do this job, which I think they do anyway. But, I mean, I would just be in such awe because her knowledge... I mean, what a way to to learn straight from the Queen, don't you think? I think so. I, th I think the, the the reality is, I mean, uh, I think you said, uh, Helena, I think it's 15 prime ministers now uh, that she's seen. So, so it goes all the way back to Churchill, I think, was her first prime minister. Right. Uh, in 52, 1952. So, you know, I mean, she's seen a lot and, and she has got a lot of wisdom uh in her as well and i think you know that um over the time um she's probably seen so many things and so uh, you know uh, uh, apparently uh the protocol is that she can only listen but i would imagine that she gives sound advice you know to new prime ministers as well over um you know the the type of experiences that she's seen with them and probably one of the hardest things to do is to put people at their ease because mm. even, even, I remember even with Boris Johnson Johnson said uh, later he said he found it very nervous he was very nervous meeting the Queen and talking about uh, some of the affairs of state and they and uh, during this uh, time I think it's an hour a week they can they can actually talk about affairs of the state uh, she can talk about things that um, uh, are really on her mind as well that, that are coming up because obviously, don't forget, um, even in Balmoral now, she's still answering letters. She still gets, uh, you know, mail every single day. Obviously, she doesn't physically answer it personally, only a few. 
Um, but um, she's still getting a lot of um, questions as well, um, you know, from people, from concerned people as well. Not only in the UK, but obviously right across the Commonwealth at the same time. So, you know, she, she is still uh, a very, very busy woman as well. And I think, uh, if I remember rightly, she devotes uh, quite a lot of her morning to actually listening to the mail that's coming in. That is impressive. Plus, she's still in mourning, I would think, too. So that's a lot to take in. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it, it's... Um, you're back. So <laughs> Sorry, I had to drop off. Don't tell me you were taking a comfort break. <laughs> no, I'm pillar to post today from nine until five, I think. So I just had to check on something up there. Sorry. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, it, we just heard that the sterling plunges to the lowest rate against the dollar since 1985. Ooh. So investors are swallowing like oh, massive borrowing to tackle it's the energy crisis. But um, so I just thought I'd share it because it just whizzed in. But what it means, but what it means is it's very cheap for Americans to come to Britain. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you guys are going to have to do some, a lot of commercials. <laughs> we need Alcini to create a commercial for you. That's true. We need, we need some commercials. Yeah. He's so good. But actually, I was speaking to a friend, and, and she was talking, since Liz Truss is, is obviously the new prime minister, but actually stocks and shares, or should I say her stocks and shares, have gone, have promised, you know, they've gone up. So, um yeah, so she's doing really, really well. And it's because of that uncertainty. Oh, my goodness, Boris, and there's no prime minister and everything. But the minute she's elected, um, it's changed. And um, she, she's doing really, really well with stocks and shares. And actually, moving on to doing well, if you do have some free cash, and I know not everybody has, but um, and you are a royal fan, um, there is a chance to stay in Sandringham, now, Sandringham is Her Majesty's property in Norfolk. Absolutely beautiful place. Um, I, I personally love it. And it's a new thing that's happening, I think, from next year. Um, and you can actually, so she's actually almost airbnb -ing. <laughs> <laughs> But I know sounds. I do need to do a little bit more research into this, but I'm pretty sure it is fact. But um, it's formerly the home of her head gardener. Now I'm always interested in the gardening side, and people, as in anyone, can actually pay three hundred and fifty-four pounds sterling per night for a minimum of three nights, um, and that's as from February two thousand and twenty-three. Um, I'm just really excited. And I think, you know, actually personally to me to stay in such a wonderful place, um, you know, with, with a place that's furnished from the Royal Collection. Uh, there's also a walled garden. How amazing to see the walled garden and all the beds. Um, really, really exciting. And you can stay there for as, for, it's be a short stay, but you can obviously stay longer than three nights. But apparently it's over two floors and it can home eight guests. Um, so that's, February 2023. So if you want to stay there, I would get your socks on and quickly book because they're all it's it's booked up. I'm not too sure how much, but um, I just think how lovely personally. That's amazing, exciting. I, I think you have to give us the link and then our whole team should go stay there, right? I love it. I I love that expression, get your socks on. I that's I've never heard that. That's so cool. I haven't either. <laughs> it, it has been rumoured as well that uh, you know um, uh, when Charles becomes king, he wants to turn Buckingham Palace uh, more into a stay uh, place for other people because uh, he thinks it's um, it's too big these days and costs too much money uh, as well to run as a as the centre of royal activities. Um, so who, who knows? In a few years' time, you know, not too soon, hopefully, for the Queen. But uh, in a few years' time, you know, we, we, we could all be in staterooms at Buckingham Palace and uh, lording it up and um, 
you know, inviting the Americans back because by then, you know, you, you, you'll be so wealthy. <laughs> you'll be so wealthy. You'll be able to afford so much, you know, uh, in, in, uh, in Britain. That, uh, and you'd be very welcome, as you know. Yes, I'd like to go for sure. That'd be awesome. But um, anyway, I, I have a probably a, a dumb question. I, I know that I understand everything you said in the past about the queen and, and what she's, uh, I forget the proper word for making Charles and Camilla, but does, is there any way that they would go ahead and skip and go straight to Prince William for the youth? Anybody? Helena, what do you think? Well, Helena, do you, think? Do you know, it, it, it's a tricky one because I know that Prince Charles really wants to be king. Um, I think he's always wanted and, and will still, you know, it's, yeah, he still really wants to do that. Um, I know Camilla is incredibly supportive as well. And obviously Her Majesty the Queen has shown approval there um, that she will be future queen and will support him. Um, I mean, the, the way, I mean, I'm, I'm open to that. And, and I, I, I love Prince Charles, actually, and I, I love for, for lots of things he stands for. I think he's quite misunderstood. Um, but I think the younger people, um, and I think the younger generation are always, you know, sort of want to skip the, that generation. I mean, it's always the same when there's always this unrest with everything. And then everyone starts picking on each other and everyone's trying to oust people and step on people and do better than everyone else. And I, I, I just... I don't don't like that at all. Um, I, I want things to be as they should be. I don't think Her Majesty the Queen will want want any jump at all. But you know, nothing would surprise me really if, if things mm -hmm. did did change. Mm -hmm. That's what and I feel. Thanks for sharing okay. that. And and I was reading, and it fits in with what you said, Helena, that um, Prince Charles is misunderstood. That he's actually done many, many, many things for the country, especially in, um, in um, you know, green energy and things like that. So is that, did I read correctly? He is, he's, he's absolutely um, spot on with that. You're, you're right. And, and he works incredibly hard. Um, he's always working to better, to better situations, better, better people's living conditions. Um, helping the younger generation, like with his charity, to, to believe in themselves. I mean, there's an awful lot of good that he does. But I think things, you know, I, I think, you know, the past always blackens. You know, it takes, a, for instance, it takes two seconds, as we know, for a company to go and, and fizzle into nothing. Um, mm -hmm. But it takes like hundreds of years to then build back up. And I think with the... Uh, the lovely late Princess Diana, all the all the uh, shenanigans that happened there, and the negativity, and and how he was embroiled, and it was all his fault. That's always really tarred his standing, mm -hmm. um, and more. And I think mm -hmm. it's the same when people actually learn the truth and learn the facts. And as mm -hmm. we know, it's very hard to get fact out there because you. <laughs> That's Lots good. of people that want to give their little uh, whatever snippet of their thoughts, and then before you know it, you're in this fight again. And um, no, he's got a lot of good. He's done a lot of good, and he still does, you know. And he's mm -hmm. got a lovely, strong Camilla is is strong, very amiable person that's supporting him, um, and she's great. You know, she's really good fun, and she's very very good for our country. And at the moment, we're so divided, you know, in so many things that we need. We need to just join together. You know, the, the love has to, to come back. Um, and I know I've, it resonated this the whole way through. We have to work as a team, all of us, um, just to, to better our world. It's so, so important. We can't stop, you know, stop this point scoring thing that keeps going on in any little, you know, in small fractions, big businesses. It's going on nonstop. And, you know, we need to drop it. So um, we're... we're we're hoping Liz Truss will, will take us forward. Um, I'm not holding my breath, but we, that's what that we know. We know that we need that to go move forward. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, just to answer your question for me personally, I, I have to always be very careful with the answer um, because I got into a real state of um, 
uh, I was trending at one time. I've, I've trended a few times in my life. And one time I was asked on an interview, um, would Charles become king? I wasn't expecting the question. And they were doing the countdown at the same time on this uh, program. And what I meant to say was I've known all my life that Charles wants to become king. What I said was I know Charles or I've known Charles all my life. And of course, he wants to become king. The inflection was slightly different. Um, and uh, I thought, well, it's 6.15 in the morning, no one will notice, uh, and I trended across the world with that comment. Uh, so I'm always very careful about what I say about it nowadays. I think the reality is, uh, you're right, um, you know, Charles does work extremely hard. I think he would probably be a very good king for my age group, uh, and there's a difference, because in reality nowadays... <laughs> Um, a, you know, lots of younger people in their 20s and their 30s may not be monarchists anymore. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, how this whole thing transpires. And just a very quick story, uh, just to show you how hard Charles works, is that um, he got involved in a thing called Spidergate. Uh, and basically, uh, when when, Char when uh, Corona goes to bed at night, he's still writing letters handwriting letters to people of influence like cabinet ministers and like trying to influence um, their decisions on a policy. Um, but he, he writes like a spider and, and there's this very sort of strange writing uh, that he's got as well. And it, and it became known as Spidergate because really um, the future king should not be trying to influence policy of cabinet ministers. So he does work extremely hard, you're quite right. On ecological issues, he's probably one of the leading experts in the world on ecology. Uh, that's uh, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, another interesting thing. I was just going to add from before that if I were Charles and I had thought that I'm going to be king one day, I don't think I'm going to pass that off. <laughs> hey, let somebody else have that job. Not only that, I mean, there's something to be said about people who have lived and have chapters in their lives and they've seen a lot. And so you have a broader perspective and hopefully you're, you are able to listen more and be a team. And, uh, and I just think that comes with youth. I think when I think about my own life and some of the things I've done when I'm younger, I'm like, gosh, I really wish I would have realized blah, blah, blah. But I had to live it in order to realize it. Does that make sense at all? Absolutely. And, and strangely enough, it wouldn't be his decision anyway. Oh, that's true. Oh, really? Uh, no, it wouldn't be his decision anyway, because basically uh, it's called the law of ascension, uh, which is 1937 uh, law of ascension. Which so, so it has to go in, uh, you know, chronological order from the Queen to Charles and, and so forth down. So the law of ascension would have to be changed by the government in order for someone or for Charles to be skipped over uh, for William to become king. So um, it, it's and as I say, it, it's, it, it's I, I, you know, I talk to people at the moment um, and I think uh, the reality is. Um, we're starting to, in some ways, uh, you know, younger people. I think Helena's group, you know, she's obviously very young herself. So, you know, um, uh, you know, I think, <laughs> before, before I get a stern look from Helena, you know, but, you know, from, you know, from your age group, Helena, and for you guys, um, that there's still a lot of um, value in a royal family, is what I'm trying to say. Um, but in, in you know twenty somethings now, there seems to be a lot less um, connection. Uh, there is some connection still, and, and Kate is trying very hard uh, to build up the connections, uh, you know, with young women and so forth at the same time. But um, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, as I say, you know, uh, I, I think uh, we will pay off our public debt uh, just as Prince uh, George becomes King George in about 2085. So, you know, not that I'll be around that time. Who knows? I might start haunting the palace. <laughs> yes, we'll all still be broadcasting here for What are you talking about? Right? <laughs> I'm going to be around. <laughs> Come on, Diane, let's go. Well, 
<laughs> it's time for us to close out our show today. It's been so much fun, so informative. And Simon McDonald, we miss you. And you'll be back next week, hopefully. So thank you all for being here. Anything you want to say in closing? I'll start with Helena. Oh, goodness. Do you know, we don't know how long we've got left, you know. <laughs> so just grab life really grab life if there's anything you want to do just do it um really really we can sit we can worry we can you know all fall out we can do various things but we just have to you know do what we want to do enjoy life and for goodness sake let's just work together uh, we we don't want to be divided we all want to work together to make life better i love it thank you so much beautiful diane well, I I agree with Helena completely. So I'm just going to go with her theme and put it out there to the universe. As she did. Let's be a team and work together and bring blessings to the earth. Amen to that, Diane. Thank you. And last word, Mr. Palm Turner. Last word. I, I think be kind to yourself is, is one of the things I've uh, been talking about a lot this week. Um, give yourself the time the devotion to, to live your life to the full um, and do what I do is, is just try to enjoy every single day some days I relax some days I'm working hard but above all I hope I'm bringing uh, at least some understanding uh, to the people who I work with absolutely thank you to each and every one of you for all that you do all right, we are going to sign off right now. Thank you, everyone, whether you're watching or listening. Our numbers continue to grow, and we do it because of you. So thank you for your loyalty. Please do go subscribe to our YouTube channel, USA Global TV and Radio. And if you'd like to be part of our platform, go over to our website, usaglobaltv.com. Book your session. All right, that's all the announcements I have for today. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.